Shout out Sniper T on the beat. Tamara to the break of dawn is on the rise with life on the forefront of the mind. So line for line, you can ride this brain train and you can change your station without even touching the dial. So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while. And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit, it's a meeting you won't want to miss. A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind. So sit back, enjoy the ride, time to take off, it's time to fly, cause Tamara till the break of dawn is on the rise. One of these days, I'm going to get myself together and not forget things when I'm recording. So then I don't have to add this little additional stuff. But today I'm like super trash because I forgot to have my guest plug his social media and his show. So today's guest is Marco from Hear Me Out Podcast. And his Twitter handle is at this is hear me out. All the words are spelled, you know, normal. It'll be in the episode notes as well as his link tree. So make sure you follow him on Twitter and check out his show. Two, if you missed the live Thoughts to Ponder recording that I did on October 14th, the visuals and the audio will be out October 17th. The visuals will be on YouTube, audio will be on whatever platform you like, and so make sure you check that out. That was so much fun doing that, and it's going to be something that I'm going to do every month on the second Wednesday of the month so the next one will be november 11th at 8 p.m central standard time now that one is to celebrate my potiversary because on november 12th i'm gonna be one year in this thing which is super huge for me personally with consistency so i'm gonna do a merchandise giveaway on that live more to come with that you definitely will have to be present to be able to win the merchandise or whatever but like I said more to come with that last but not least is podcast happy hour that I do with my pod sisters every month so if you missed the first one in August scroll up in my episodes because I hosted it if you missed September's you can look in the episode notes and I will have the link to Autumn's YouTube and Facebook because that was a live recording and you gotta watch it if you can whenever there's video you just gotta watch it this month will be hosted on jay's quick three which is jay boog's podcast and that comes out october 16th so depending on when you listen to it this episode i mean it may already be out but the um link to her link tree will be in the episode notes which will get you connected with her social media and all that good stuff you should go ahead and follow her because we're going to be hosting it every month rotating on different people and you got to stay up with us you know to see what's going on next month we'll be on audrey's and that will be a live recording but more to come on that later so without further ado let me go ahead and let you get into the show Bye. Well, not bye, but you know what I mean. All right. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome back to the show. So if you're new, thank you so much for tuning in. I don't know how you found this show, but new episodes happen every Thursday. So I hope you like it. Hope you come back. All my day ones, you already know what it is. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Um, 
if you're not, which you should be, but you should be following me on social media. Um, interact with me. I'm not just trying to have followers. Like I want to talk to y'all. So the link to all my social media and all that good stuff is in the episode notes. But today, today is going to be a good day. I'm excited. And I say that every time I have a guest, but that's okay because I choose dope people to be on the show. So today I have Mr. Hear Me Out himself, Marco. (laughs) I need to get like something for applause, something. I got to work on that. But. I brought him here today. You know, we gonna have a dope conversation and whatnot. I'm glad you made time for me because I know you got a lot going on right now. But how you doing? I am great. Um, I'm black and blessed still. Um, (laughs) Oh, because that might go away. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) no. (laughs) But, um, you know, I'm just happy to see the next 24 hours because, you know, we live in a shit world country right now, so. It is is crazy right now. Um, And it's kind of crazy that you just see this is what I love about you is like you're one of my favorite people on Twitter because I just I love your energy. I love how self-aware you are, though, you know, and Mm -hmm. you're very you're very vocal about that stuff, which so that was like a great segue to the first thing that I wanted to talk about. And I didn't even well, have to try for it. You know, Well, thank you for the compliment and thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. So, you know, you talk about the country and whatnot. And like I said, you're just one of the people that I see that's just very self-aware, very vocal, transparent. That's how you are on your show as well. So like, um. You know, sometimes I'll see where you tweet where you're like, my energy feels off today. And usually it's crazy Mm -hmm. because it'll be days that I'm feeling that too. Um, Um, But how do you, you're also like very much into self-care. You're again, vocal about the things that you know you need for self-care. So how do you know when you're slipping on your self-care? Like, how do you, what, how do you feel? What, how do you know when your energy's off? Um, I know when my energy is off when I just don't want to do shit. Mm. Like, and I understand, like, it's like, I know it's okay to have just those days where it's just like, I don't want to do nothing. I've worked hard X, Y, and Z. But when it happens Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm like, my energy is off. Maybe I need to sage. Maybe I didn't listen to my favorite song or go exercise or whatever the case may be. But, um, I just, I sometimes just wake up. I'm like, yeah, today's not the day. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So we know you love pedicures. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think, I think um, pedicures are important, especially, you know, pedicures mm. and manicures. Oh, okay. I don't think I knew that part. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. What else are some of your favorite self-care things? Um, I like putting my phone on do not disturb. Mm. Um, <laughs> I just because, got into doing that, like for real. Um, just because, like, again, sometimes I just don't want to talk to people, and it's not like you or me. It's just I just need time. 
I just need time to get back to myself. I need time to understand what I'm doing. I need under time to most importantly process what just happened. So sometimes like I try to give myself like a one, one day a week type of do not disturb where I just soak into my own energy and make sure I got everything going on mm. like correctly. I literally just like there was a day where I had my phone on do not disturb, do not disturb all day. And the thing is, my kid, well, my daughters, they're here, but my daughters, my son and my mom are on bypass. So like mm -hmm. if something does happen, we're good. But it was the most amazing feeling the next day when I re-entered back into society. Um it was so beautiful. And like my kids are at work right now, you know, as we're recording. So it's kind of like having that six and a half hours to myself is just, man, so important. So like when you're off though, and you got a podcast, cause you know, that's something that we do cause it's important to us. And especially yes. I know you're you take it very, y'all. I had to listen. The schedule <laughs> with this dude—he has some fancy calend. What is it called? Um, calendar. Yeah, he. Uh, where I had to go to some site and pick days and all this stuff. Like, he is for real, for real with it. But uh, how do you prepare? Like, how do you push past that when you're gonna record an episode? Um, I smoke Halloween. Okay. Um, <laughs> not Halloween, but I do smoke um, and I have a routine before I record just so I'm in the energy and the space of recording. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I have some spontaneous episodes where I'm like, "Ooh, I just feel the spirit to record. Let me hit record and just mm -hmm. talk. But most of the time, um, you know, I got like a certain playlist that I listen to before I record and I make sure I got my notes and I'm looking over my articles just so... I'm in the mindset. I don't know what I'm going to say, but I know like I have the facts in my brain or mm -hmm. on my notepad on my phone. So mm -hmm. um, just making sure I'm in the correct space to record. Cause again, your energy does transfer through the mic as we all know, like mm -hmm. in customer service, you know, you gotta, you gotta smile with your voice. And if mm -hmm. you don't do that, <laughs> you know, just a little, just a little customer service facts. Um, yeah, yeah. So you just mentally got to be there record. It's it's not as easy as people make it seem. It's really not. And it's crazy because um, you, what I love about your show is it's very, like, you do have those rants. Some of those are my favorite episodes because mm -hmm. usually I agree with, or at least I just love somebody being transparent. So it's either or on your show. Um, and I know for me, like, I'm lucky that if I'm having an off day, I could just talk about it and that will be the episode because, you know, my show is kind of like my journal, but mm -hmm. I've noticed that like y'all today, Ooh, and I got me a new coffee cup. It says, I don't give a sip. You see that? <laughs> I got that. <laughs> I got that from uh Walmart. Wasn't going there for that. I was going there to get uh, something else, but you know how Walmart and target just, they just cause you to buy extra stuff that you didn't go there for, that you didn't even know you needed or whatever. But um, Nigga, so I cannot, I cannot go to Target. 
Target is because right. yeah, Target is definitely worse than Walmart for sure. Especially that little um, like the what do they call it at Target? The red dot section mm-hmm. or what? Um, like when you walk in and they got that little yep, yep. It's yep. like everything is like two, three, five. Like nothing is more than five dollars. I'm like right. I'm like Marco, you don't need this fucking shit. Put all this shit back. <laughs> like <laughs> they're trying to get you. And then the way Target is set up is just. It's nice. The lighting mm-hmm. is good. It's just, yeah, it's tar- right, and it's clean. That part, and it, and you don't see the type of things that you see in Walmart. Like when I go in Target, people's masks cover their nose. You know what I mean? Like people wear their mask all throughout the store. I got one. Oh, I was going to say, I could have sworn I went to a Target and they had like masks and gloves and like a hand sanitizer wipe in the, um, what is it called? I can't even fucking think tonight. Um, the little carrying basket shit. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. See that? I don't even know I if heard. they have that, but I just know here at Walmart, cause I'll go grocery shopping at Walmart and it just be like, you, you know, you have to wear a mask to get in the store you're mm-hmm. supposed to wear a mask throughout the entire store. But what I'll see is you wore your mask to get in the store. So you you faked like you was going to follow the rules. And then you walk through the store and you got it pulled down. And it just makes me so mad because it's like, why can't you just do what you're supposed to do? Like, why can't you just? Because niggas don't listen. They don't. They don't. Niggas they don't, don't listen. They really don't. And some people try to say, oh, well, maybe they have, um, I don't know, some sort of health issues. This is where I don't believe that because you wore one to go in the store because Mm -hmm. there is a little fine print on the sign that says, unless you have health issues. So you should have just said that from jump and not fake like you was really about that and then get up in here and you just walking around, breathing your potential Rona breath, just all up in the store. Like, yeah. Um, But that was a whole different, you Did you see that? Did you see the video of the white people um, running through the Target store talking about no more masks? No. (laughs) Okay. Don't waste your time, but that is for That's about a good 30 seconds that I can't get back in my life, so. No, but I did see the video where... You know, it was a protest. We're protesting masks. Okay. Nope. I'm actually not going to go there because this is going to make me mad. I was going to say, we don't got to do it today. We ain't got to cuss them out today. Yeah, we ain't going to (laughs) go there. Okay. So, but what I was saying with recording is a lot of times, oh, I was talking, I was about to tell y'all what I'm sipping on. That was the whole point of me talking about this stuff. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Yeah, so y'all, I don't even know if I've talked about it on here, maybe, but I've really been on this Bailey's, the Bailey's with alcohol, Bailey's in my coffee, and then add a little shot of rum, and the reason I brought that up is because if I'm having an episode where it's like an emotional episode, like I recently recorded a, a grief episode with Baylor and Mike from off the record mm-hmm. and I stayed sober for that because for like super emotional ones it's it's interesting I always want to be sober so I could fully feel my emotions and fully articulate what I'm saying 
But this episode, you know, I feel like it's going to be a little bit more fun and whatever. So, you know, I'm yeah. sipping on my Baileys and my coffee. And I threw a little extra shot of rum in there just because, you know, just for a little razzle-dazzle or whatever. All right. A little razzle-dazzle. Mm-hmm. Mic check one, two, one, two. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good um, perspective. I didn't think about that. Like, super emotional ones, like don't drink or don't smoke or whatever the case may be. But. I'm going to have to take that note back to my studio. Think about that. <laughs> and it's funny because I didn't do that. I I don't know. I kind of, for the most part, I'm usually sober. But one episode, I don't even remember which one it was. I wasn't. And somebody could tell. And I don't care about that as much because I'm grown. But mm-hmm. I noticed when I was recording, it was hard for me to articulate what I was feeling because I couldn't really feel it because I was feeling it was like a super serious topic so that kind of will dictate like do I want it to be a fun episode okay you know but if I want it to be whatever that's kind of how I in the whole preparing for podcasting thing but to the next topic that I wanted to talk about which is more so what I wanted to talk about y'all we're gonna talk about not so much relationships because I, I feel like I talk about what I'm, where I'm at and I'm not in a relationship, so I can't really speak on that. But what I've noticed about Marco from the stuff he tweets, as well as what he talks about his show is he is very at, in a place where he's very adamant about protecting his peace and also... I mean, he'll cut off toxic people, family, friends, anybody could get cut off. Try me. Yeah. And and you're very vocal about that. Mm -hmm. But usually what I've learned is that people who are very serious about that now weren't before and have been hurt and and they done been through some things. So as much as you want to share, what brought you to this place of I'm not playing with y'all and y'all could just go on somewhere. You want to know where it really came from me being hurt and just not wanting to be hurt again. Just like my, I have a, um, I have a two strike rule instead of three strikes, like one time. All right. You know, just put it in the back of my head. We can Mm. still continue. But if it happens again, we've already talked about this. Mm. So, like, why is the same pattern pattern or the same situation happening again? Mm -hmm. And those are rhetorical questions, because while I'm saying that, I want you to think about it because I'm already out. Mm. Like, You know what I mean? Like, we're adults here. Like, we don't need to continue to have the same conversation over and over and over, especially when it's just one situation. Yeah. Your side, my side, it's over. Yeah. I got other other shit to do. (laughs) Yeah. And you... Um, No, go ahead. Oh, and I was going to say, it's just... And I don't want people to live in my head rent-free. Just especially if you're not pouring shit into my brain, you know, like, why are you here type of type of ordeal? Yes, 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 yes. yes. I look at it as a um, I look at it as like a hypothetically speaking, like a company. You start somewhere and you want to grow. You want to potentially be the CEO of the company. You need to pour into me because I want the best for you. So you you need to give me the best of you. We don't need to be doing all this negative talking and fighting and, you know, no. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, 
Man, that mutually beneficial relationships. That's really, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how important that was until I realized that a lot of the relationships that I had, I would be the one that would want to pour into them, pour into them, pour into them. And then usually I handle things on my own. Usually, Mm -hmm. and I'm not, I'm not going to say there's never anyone for me that, or anybody there for me, but usually it's not the people that I've poured into. It's usually some other random, like a mentor or somebody. Cause I do have a mentor that, or different adult women that sometimes besides my mom, it's like, I need some advice, but you don't expect, like my mom don't expect nothing from me. You know what I mean? My mentor doesn't expect me to be there for her in her time of need. But when I have a friend, I feel like we're supposed to be on the same level, the same playing field. It mm-hmm. should be going back and forth. It shouldn't be just, bah, 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 I'm pouring into you. And then when I try to talk about me, somehow you turn the conversation into being about you. And yeah, so I definitely, um, I've been on that with cutting people off. That's why I wanted to talk to you about that because I'll be like, I felt that or yes, I'm. And then, like I told you, my daughter, when we were listening to your episode, and mm-hmm. I got to talk about, I mean, I look, okay, so <laughs> I'm not mad about this at all. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. You you know my life. I'm talking about my kids, and they know I may talk about them on here. So I think maybe they might have listened to one episode, maybe mm-hmm. once. But what I've noticed is there's been three shows. There's your show. There's, which I guess we'll do the weekly podcast shout out right now. There's sweatpants and stretch marks, and I'll get into them later. But there's Mm -hmm. their show. And then there's the Grand Scheme of Things podcast, which is this couple. And so when I'm in the car with my kids, which isn't often right now because we don't really go too many places, um, but I'll listen to different podcasts. So I noticed I've listened to yours, to theirs, the other two that I mentioned, and my daughter will call y'all by name. Like, oh, I think I want to go to therapy. Like Marco was talking. First of all, how do you know Marco? Like you saying that, like that's your homie. <laughs> and gang, the, gang, what's up? <laughs> right. And then the other two shows. Oh, did they have a new episode yet? And then I see she got y'all in her Apple podcast. Now she got me in there too, but I know she don't listen to me. So mm-hmm. I just think that's funny. But um, you are very vocal about these things. You like, I just, I really appreciate that about you because if nobody else is relating to what you're talking about, especially the part about cutting people off and all that good stuff. Like I feel you on that and I appreciate that. So I know you're, it's not just with former relationships. Like I heard that you were engaged previously on an episode. Damn, I, just, I just be telling my whole fucking business. You you really you, you really do. You really do. Yes. But but um, I know it's family too though. Like mm-hmm. I know it's anybody could get it. See, okay, so here's the root of it. The root of it all. Look at that. Uh, 
So me and my ex-fiance, we were together for eight years. So I'm all I've always been like a long-term relationship person. So I don't do like the one years, the three. Mm-mm. We need something longevity. I'm not saying we don't get married in like the eight years or the longevity years, but I want something sustainable. Mm. So after I realized that that didn't work, I went. I started going to therapy and. Not really on why it didn't work out, but how can I better myself for mm-hmm. my next relationship? Mm-hmm. And basically, my therapist said, you just pour, you poured into them too much mm-hmm. and they didn't pour into you. And I was like, and it was a tough pill to swallow. I'm not going to lie. And I'm like, OK, but she broke it down. She started unfolding shit and she was like, yep, see, you don't need to be talking to your family because they did you wrong. Remember the the other time you told me X, Y and Z? I'm like, you show sure right. She'd be like, yeah, Marco. She was like, these these people are toxic. Mm. So now, like, while meeting people like it, it's kind of like I'm still trying to understand the transition I'm in. But like now that I know that. Mm-hmm. I'm very conscious on who I meet and what I tell them mm. because like you just you just don't know niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean it it it's been working for me. It's interesting because um dang you just see I should have wrote it down. You said something that sparked a question. Oh, the part about family. Mm-hmm. But maybe it wasn't a question. Um there was a point when you were tweeting about, I don't know if you specifically said the family, but that don't even matter because it was at a point in my life where I was really wrestling with what to do with this relationship with my bio dad. Um, because <sighs> I'm not going to get all into that all like that. Cause I've, I've talked about that on here, but long mm-hmm. story short, is him and my mom split up when I was two. Now y'all know that follow, I just turned 40. So they split when I was two. I have not seen him since I was four. When I was 19, my mom gave me one of my auntie's numbers because I was talking about like wanting to reach out to him or whatever. I reached out to him. We reconnected for about six months and then he just fell off. So that was when I was from 19 to 20. I remember he, I think it was by my 20th birthday, he had fell off. Then when I was like 33, my auntie, his sister, a different one, found me on Facebook. And Mm -hmm. then that, actually I was 34, that reconnected me with that side of my family. So I've gotten to get a hold of cousins, uncles, aunties, people that I didn't even know existed because I didn't think about there being people besides him that actually do care and love me. Um, I only thought about him, the one that didn't want nothing to do with me. So then he and I reconnected again. But I remember telling him like, hey, you either in or you out like. I've gone this long without you. I'm open to a relationship, but if you're not going to be consistent, then that's fine, but I'm not going to whatever. So over the course of the next five years, he kind of was still on that same bull. And then what ended up happening is my uncle passed away last July. Now in the 
five years that I was blessed to be able to like actually talk to my uncle, he was more of a father figure than my dad. Like he mm-hmm. would check on me, he would call me, or he'll just hit me up on Facebook. Or when the girl's dad was killed, he he cared and he would like check on me and make sure how I was doing or whatever. And um, and then when I would talk about my dad, even though that's his brother, he would never be like, oh, well, that's your dad. So, you know, you got to he'd be like, no, nah, F him. He missing out. That's on him. So then when he passed. We started a family group chat, my auntie did. And so because you know how it be when people die and then you start thinking about, oh, we got to stay together as family. And it don't never last because if it was messy before. It's going to be messy after. You know what I mean? Family group chats. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't like that either. I, I don't like that. <laughs> like I have one with my mom and my siblings. OK, I'm cool with that. Me and my kids have one, but it's not like. I don't know. It's just it's I'm OK with those. But other ones I'd be like, bruh, like I can't. And then if it's not an iPhone group chat, you can't leave it. So then I just feel like I'm trapped and I'm just, uh, but my dad, um, we up in this group chat and he just didn't acknowledge me at all. Like I would directly speak to him and he would speak to my auntie. He'd speak to my cousins. He'd speak to my, was my uncle in there a different? I don't, I don't know if my other uncle was in there, but he might've been, but he would speak to everybody else but me. And it was at that moment, that was about a little over a year ago, that I was just like, you know what? I'm done. But then I'm always the kind of person that, like, I care about family. I care about stuff like that. And so around the time when you started tweeting about cutting family off, I was like, well, maybe I should try again. Like, maybe... But no, because I started thinking, like, what has he done to even show me that he even cares about? And I'm his only child. Like, that's the crazy thing. You want to know what I say? What's that? Fuck the family. <laughs> the family fucked my husband. Mm. You know what movie that's from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Fake. Fucked my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey yo, when you like honestly, like I as an adult, that quote literally stands out a little bit more because how I look at it, she was saying fuck faith, like the person. Mm-hmm. But now as an adult, she probably meant faith like for that person. It's like, no, fuck faith. Because the, mm. when I gave faith, the family fucked this all up. Mm. So it's like, do you want to do you want to continue to keep having that faith and not get anything in return? It's crazy how as we grow up and we're adults and you you think about stuff like that or you think about because, you know, Netflix re-released all these different shows and um, you start thinking about family matters and how Mm -hmm. toxic Laura Winslow like. She street oh she was trash towards him and then when he became Stefan he should have kicked her to the curb you know what i mean and tony was the um tony is the city girl from girlfriends 
She's one of the nigga that's that making money and is gonna spend it on her. <laughs> Am I lying? No, 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 no. <laughs> and then when you 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 get older and you see this, it's kind of like, man, like people are toxic, and I don't know, it's just crazy. So it's like, how do you though? Because one thing I've noticed about you that's but and we're kind of similar in that is that you had your your breakup from the engagement. I was previously married, so I'm divorced, mm. but you're not jaded about love and relationships. Like, yes, you're guarded and maybe wiser, maybe we could say as far as boundaries mm -hmm. and stuff like that, but you're not one of those people that's just like F love altogether. Like you still believe in it and all these. So like, were you always like, hopeful or is it something that as you've had to work towards um so i consider it my breakthrough instead of a breakup um like it just came to a point where like enough was enough and i had to choose me over them mm. and it didn't come easy it was actually very hard like to have the conversation because i want to one, how I knew shit was wrong with me. Um, I couldn't sleep at night. Like next to the person, I couldn't sleep. Mm. And I was like, this ain't, I was like, this ain't right. Like if we getting engaged and supposed to be married, like we supposed to feel some type of thing. Mm. And I'm very big on therapy. So then I was like, well, I'm going to start going to therapy just to make sure that like I'm doing everything correctly and X, Y, and Z. Mm. But my partner also did, they didn't want to go to therapy. And I think that was the determining factor for me, because if I'm over here again, growing and pouring into you and learning new things about me of how I can love you and you're not doing it back to me, we can't do this. Like, I want, I want you to have a, I want, and it comes from the heart too, because I want you to have a clear mental state of mind when we do have certain conversations. You know, so if you're not really working on yourself and discovering yourself, how can we have those conversations? Mm, 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 mm. It's interesting. Like, mm. When I was married, and it's funny because it's not funny, but I haven't talked. <laughs> it's not funny at all. <laughs> you know, it's always funny when somebody be like, always oh, funny, but it's not funny. It just makes me laugh or something. I'm like, well, now, but now I really want to laugh to see if it was really funny or not. Yeah, I don't, but see, it's funny to me because I have a very, very dark sense of humor. So, but it's not like, I don't know. Anyways, it's crazy because. I don't talk much about, or I haven't, I feel like I'm going to start talking more about what my relationship was like with my ex-husband. And a lot of it has been because he's no longer here. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like that. But the reality is like who I am today. That's why I love the part that you said about the breakthrough, because I haven't used like that exact language, but mm -hmm. I'm grateful for that breakup because I'm who I am today because of the hell that I went through with him. But then also me not wanting to ever go through that again in a, how did I get here? How can I change myself type way? And I remember the night before we broke up, 
because you know how there are just certain things that you just remember forever. Girl, there are certain songs that I cannot listen to. And you know I'm a music person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I remember the night before we broke up for good, we had been arguing all night. And then I had to go to work the next morning. And he went off after you done, after we done argued all night and you didn't cause this foolishness. Then you're going to go to sleep because you cool and you don't have to work the next day. But I actually had to go to work that next morning. And mind you, it's probably like five o'clock in the morning at this point. And I had to be to work at eight. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm not going to go to sleep because if I go to sleep, I'm not going to wake up in time to go to work. And I just remember praying that night and being like, okay, God, like, I know I don't know it. This is how I talk to him. It ain't, it don't be all this, whatever. But I was just kind of like, I know I don't know everything about marriage, but I know this ain't, this ain't, this can't be what it's supposed to be. Like, I know it's not supposed to be like this because it was, it was very much a lot of him. Some of it had to do with mental health issues. We found out like after the fact, but still it was very, I want to be with you, but I don't. So when, so he was uh, bipolar. And so when he would be in his manic and highs and all that, it was the best marriage ever, but his lows were lows and he cycled about every couple weeks and he had like other, you know, diagnosis or whatever, but it was either, I want to be with you forever. And I don't want you to do anything except go to work and come home, which is very unhealthy because as you can see, I'm a social person. I like Mm -hmm. to talk to other people. Like if he and I were together right now and you and I having this conversation, he will have an issue with it. It will have to be that we got to be messing around. It can't be oh, these is just two people that are podcasters that have a good rapport, so that's why she's having him on the show. No, no, no. It got to be more than that. I remember one time we had some furniture delivered, and you really thought that the way that I was going to tip the furniture people was have sex with them. Like, that's really what you thought about me. And so it was just a very unhealthy situation. That That is fucking ridiculous. It was, it was, it was. And I remember that having this conversation where I'm like, okay, God, this can't be what marriage is supposed to be. Like, I can't do this no more. So Mm -hmm. like, could you just please get me out of this? And I went to work the next day, came home and basically long story short, I was supposed to go to my homegirl's house to do laundry and it was kind of like a if you leave don't come back type situation and I made that choice took my daughters and was because my son is not his son so he was with his dad but I made that choice where I took my daughters and I'm like you know what I remember the prayer that I prayed and I was just like maybe this is the way out and we actually ended up going to like a domestic violence shelter for a while. Um, nothing physical happened that day, but that mm. was part of our relationship. Like um, there was a point where I was like stabbed multiple times and it was just, yeah, it was, it was a mess. And like I said, I haven't talked about that a lot on here 
because I've I've tried to be sensitive to the fact that he's no longer here. My kids know about this. So and it's funny because if he had never passed away, I talked about this stuff because this is why I'm so passionate about healthy relationships, knowing your worth and all this stuff. And I just started thinking like people need to know why I am the way I am. I'm not like this because I was always just this way. I'm like this because I done been through some hell. And when I bounce back, I'm like, if I could help one other person not go through this. And we broke up and that was just that. Like I went to that shelter and once I left for good, there was no going back. You know what I mean? Mm. There, there was no, I'm going to, and he tried like, I'm sorry. You know, once he was no longer in his low, excuse me, he tried, but once I made that decision to leave, I could not ever, it's like I got my power back and I could never see going back and giving him back that power over me ever again. But despite all that, I'm not jaded. I still believe in love. You know what I mean? I still believe in marriage. Yes. Okay, girl. First of all, you said a lot of good points. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot keep up with all the mental notes. But I want to add, um, this is very important. This is where we're similar. Um, when we just had, maybe this is my escape. Maybe this is what I need to do. I had that same very moment. Um, I think I was probably four sessions of therapy in, so probably two months um, after a certain situation. And I literally woke up one day and I was like, what are we doing? Mm. Like, just like that. I was like, I need to know your life goals. Like, where do you want to be in the next five years? I'll tell you mine. And maybe we can see if it adds up because right now this is not it and i was just like really fucking frustrated mm. like and i just had to like and that that's where the fire comes from of i know you probably saw on twitter like the type of questions that i like to ask and talk about i listened um, to that episode too <laughs> it's not about me being a nosy i really want to see where your mindset is in these different kind of conversations and whether it's emotionally or family or financially or physically like talk to me just so i know what type of person you are because mm -hmm. nowadays people you know people like to talk with pictures if you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i'm like if i to me if i seen one i seen it all yeah like and I you love, can't do, you I can't love do what nothing you, that I can't do. What you said on that, I think it was on the episode about how, like, you didn't say it like this, but what the way I took it is the the questions that you have, that's more important than just, oh, let's have sex. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, sex is great. You know, it's it's an amazing thing, but mm -hmm. those other things are way more important than just that like a relationship cannot survive off just not a relationship now if it's uh you know a arrangement or whatever that's one thing but i don't believe that you can because the hell that you gonna go through in life you gotta have somebody that you can actually go through that with me and my daughters were just talking about um pregnancy hormones because one of their boss is pregnant they both uh work at mcdonald's and uh 
they were kind of complaining about that. And I was like, mm-hmm. you can say, oh, I know. No, you don't understand how pregnancy is because ain't near one of y'all been pregnant or had a child. I'm like, sometimes you cannot control what you are feeling and how your hormones are going. But the important thing is that you be with someone who will love and support you through all of that because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to have postpartum depression mm-hmm. after you have the baby. You don't, y'all might lose the baby. Like anything could happen in life. Your, your parents could pass. You could financially, the, the pandemic, how many people I mean, lost their jobs? You got to be able to go through the highs and lows with somebody. <laughs> What and and rant on their ass too, bitch. Like what? <laughs> like no, for real. Like uh, it is just like you talked about sex. Like I'm probably telling too much of my business, but at this point, I'm about fifty episodes in. So y'all y'all know me. Um, yeah, sex yep. is sex is very important to me. Like the way that we have conversations about money or how we're going to buy a house or vacation or anything else. That's the same exact way. I like to talk about sex because that's how important it is to me. Like I want to make sure one I'm satisfied, but then two that I'm satisfying you. And if we're not talking about what we're doing in the bedroom, why are we even having it? And that's important because like we're, I don't know how, I don't know how old you are, but I'm assuming somewhere in the thirties, in our 30s and 40s, I'm 40. Mm-hmm. So in as adults, you know what you like. They should know what they like. And you're right. Those are conversations that you have to have because if you're going to be with someone, you can't have that. You're not happy. I mean... It goes with everything. It goes with finances. Y'all got to mm-hmm. be on the same page with that. You got to talk about how you're going to raise your children. Mm-hmm. You got to talk like some stuff you can't just wait to figure out later. Like you need to already kind of know. But it's crazy because a lot of people don't want to have them conversations. And it's like it's unfair to not make your expectations known because if they can't live up to it, they need to know that up front or you need to know if you want to be able to compromise on certain things because you have your non-negotiables that's like and then you have your okay well maybe i could compromise on this a little bit like maybe we could vacation twice a year instead of three times a year or you know little small stuff like that and that's what i'm saying like we need to have open fucking communication um Damn, you said you you've just been dropping a lot of gems in this fucking episode. Like I can't even. I, I'm the gem dropper over here. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. We uh, both are. That's why <laughs> I wanted to have this conversation. <laughs> um, damn, you said some good points, but overall, how I was feeling when you were saying that it's that's important. I'll be dumb as hell to date somebody for two years and not know their credit score or how they manage money. Mm. I don't give a, f- I don't give a fuck of what's in the account. Cause that ain't got shit to do with me mm-hmm. where I want to know is where your mindset is at with the money in the account. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's okay. We gonna go broke, but I know for Christmas, we going on this nice cruise. So we, we broke right now, but we're going to be living our best life in two months. Mm-hmm. That, that's the type of mindset. Like, okay, 
we probably shouldn't order that from Amazon. We can, that's an extra brunch, you know, and they can like brunch over here. So yeah, you do. It's, it's just, it's just having the correct mindset of doing things and fuck it. Like if we not like, ain't no vacations planned up and everything is paid and shit, go ahead. Like go do you, but these are, these are definitely important conversations considering that we are in our thirties and, um, just trying to manifest the things that we, well, let me not say we, <clears throat> me, I'm trying to manifest the shit that I've never had. Mm. So, um, and I can't do that with a partner that doesn't see eye to eye to me or even, you don't even have to see eye to eye to me because at the end of the day, we're our own individual person, but just tap into my brain a little bit, you know? Mm. Fuck me that way. Tap in my brain, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ed- like, Let's educate each other. So yeah, and that's the thing is communication. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, man. It's so funny because we don't went on a whole other, you know, bunny trail. But I'm it's I'm actually really glad we did because it still ties into the whole not being jaded about love. It's like still. No, no, no. It's I'm always bringing back because I want to talk about. How did you, besides therapy, because I know you've gotten a little bit, I don't know if you're still doing online dating, which I, I just, I tried it and listen. Okay. Since we're here. I I can't. Look, since we're here, we'll just park the car and just get out and take a little walk. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I don't feel jaded on love because I don't feel like I lost anything in my last relationship. I've only gained. Mm. So that's all the lessons. Like, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and be like, it was a whole 12 dozen of roses because it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I learned every every um, rose that I took. Mm. So I'm using that like the negative fire of me like not dating and putting it in more of a positive way because now it's easy to filter through niggas um, Mm -hmm. online. Like if you ain't got no pro, like if you didn't even hear me out for a second, now we're at the dating. Now we're at the dating. So like, if you don't even take a good five minutes out of your day to write in the about me section on Mm -hmm. any of these apps, I'm we we have nothing in common. Like I, I it's gotten to a point where I'm just like, you didn't even try. Mm. Like <laughs> and that's why I'm looking at it. Like, granted, as much as I because on my profile, I just give random facts. Mm. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I'm not about to write a whole book, but it's like food I don't like. I like hiking, you know, like just shit like that. Mm. Like normal shit, like people should be asking people an attention grammar grabber that's what it is mm-hmm. like wh- how are we gonna get to know each other because you put your ig on your page and you want me to go there to just to look at pictures you you're not here today you just here for a follow or a quick pen pal conversation mm-hmm. see when i was on there uh i I struggle with small talk anyway. Like, <sighs> oh, what do you like? Let me show you. Ooh, blah blah blah. But but I press through for a little bit because I'm like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna try to be serious about this. But things I cannot with is if I'm trying to be serious about this and y'all playing games and y'all you don't even have a profile picture. I'm 
shouldn't you want people to know what you look like? Like, this is a dating site. This isn't Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. you're on somewhere where we're intentionally saying that we want to get to know each other. We want to date. Advice that one of my homies gave me is he was like, at our age, because he's the same age as me, he was like, people are here for what they're here for. So don't waste a lot of time talking back and forth messaging and not meeting them. Like if you feel like there's chemistry, if you feel like there's whatever, set up a meet. If you have a good date, cool, go on another. If you don't, then move on to the next one. And my experience was I had some good rapport with somebody, met, um, we met, it was cool. We were supposed to go out to dinner the next day, mm-hmm. but I think, I don't think he was really there for what he was there for because in hindsight, I always tell people I'm not here for hookups. Cause I know there are people on that app for that. That's cool. No shade. If that's what you want. Oops. But let me just let you know, that's not what I'm on. He was mm-hmm. like, Oh no, I'm not here for that either. But after we met, and then he was like, okay, text me when you get home. Okay, there's there's nothing wrong with that. But then he starts sending me pictures. Now, none of them were like inappropriate pictures, but I could tell you're in the bed, you're shirtless. So you're mm-hmm. like, you, you want a certain reaction from me. And I think that when I didn't give him the reaction he wanted, because like I said, I'm not here for hookups. Mm-hmm. When I did not give him that reaction... I was deleted off the dating app and he blocked me. And then I was just like, okay. And then I was like, I'm not doing this no more because I'm not about to play with these people. Let me tell you. So I, speaking of pictures, um, so when on these apps, I really, I'm taking it serious because I know what I'm worth. Mm-hmm. And I know that there is somebody out there that needs a match like me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that could be that could be like a Tinder commercial. <laughs> shout out Tinder, shout out. Come on, come hit me up at this is hear me out. Uh, <laughs> no, but honestly, like if all your pictures are with your friends, I'm not talking to you. Um, if all your pictures are like I'm not gonna say perverted, but like you know, you know what type of pictures yeah. I'm doing. Yeah, like yeah. shirtless, yeah. bikini, like very. Why are we doing all that? Like yeah. I want, you're the gift, and I want to get to the present. Mm. But if you showing everything off online, ain't no present no more. Yeah. The gift is gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it messes up the whole surprise of everything. Like. I don't know, especially like the fact that I like to call somebody my own. Like mm-hmm. I want to spoil and just make sure like you're gonna be good. I'm a I'm gonna water you down with compliments. I'm a gas. I told you I like gassing people up. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. But like I can't do that if like e- immediately like I just see you shirtless or on like okay, beach pictures are all, are all right depending on how they look but yeah. if you got a lot with your back turn and your ass out mm-hmm. i need a little bit more personality in these pictures and variety listen what why you got five selfies listen listen i was <laughs> offered mind you i was only on there for like 
a week or two. So mm-hmm. for me, this is just too much foolishness in a little bit of time. But I was approached by someone who was just like, mind you, he ain't even got no picture of himself. I don't even know what it was a picture of. But you talking about, I would love to be your lover. And you, he sent his phone number. Sir, where in my profile did it say I'm looking for a lover? Like, where where did you see that? And then if you want me to be that, I need to know what you look like if that's what I was on. So there was that. I got a couple of offers to be a third in someone's relationship. So they're like... Okay, okay third in a relationship. Yes, like... Um, Entanglement. Thank you. Like, and I'm just like... um. No, no, thank you. And then there was a dude who we were messaging and you just randomly throw out on a Sunday morning. Now, it doesn't matter that it was Sunday. It just happened to be Sunday. But I'm like, the oh. day Sunday adds a little dramatic to the it, story. It really so, I, so I love it. I love it. It really <laughs> does. But on a Sunday morning, you want to make sure to tell me, oh, how's your day going? And I'm like, oh, it's cool. You know, yeah, I just got done watching some porn. So, and I'm now I'm just laying on the couch. <laughs> Sir, it's like 11 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) On a fucking Sunday. Why didn't you go to church with your nasty ass? Right. So needless to say, I just, especially for someone like I've been single since my divorce. So when I was pre-marriage and like talking to people and stuff, it wasn't social media thing. I mean, I've been divorced since 2007. So it wasn't social Mm -hmm. media stuff. It wasn't. I don't even think texting was really a thing back then. So it's like the world has changed so much since I've been single that thinking about going back into dating, knowing what I want, knowing my worth, knowing that kind of like you said, I'm the gift that needs to be unwrapped, not just let me just throw everything at you all at once. So me understanding that because I didn't always understand that when I didn't know my worth, you know what I'm saying? With the Mm. father issues that I have and always, or had, I should say, and always looking for love in all the wrong places, I've made a lot of mistakes with just giving myself away too soon. So now that I'm late 30s and now 40, I know better. So I'm going to do better. But y'all should know better because... (laughs) We in our 40s. What? That was a whole word. I'm going to do better because 40s. I know better. We in our 40s or late 30s or whatever age. I think I put late 30 to something on there. It doesn't matter. And in my thing, I was pretty detailed about not like a whole novel, but at least enough for you to know what I'm there for. And then you still came on bull. So I just... <sighs> But I'm not jaded about love. I just online dating is no, it's not for me. It's well for starters, niggas ain't shit. Um, <laughs> I mm, I don't know. I've been battling with this lately, like lately, as in like a week. I think <laughs> I'm done with the dating apps. Mm. Um, I just feel like. And this might come off a little conceited and I don't really care, but like, I'm the prize. If you want to talk to me, you gotta, you need to do the effort to come over here because mm. you want to come in my space. And I just feel like that person that I want is not online. Mm. 
they're I don't know where they are, but they're somewhere out in the world and they're gonna know. Like you ever see like you know, like when they like in movies, like if Morris Chestnut was on like the screen with his shirt off and it like zooms into like the woman's head mm-hmm. and she's thinking of like all the sexual things, like something like that, like you oh, I want his number and I know how I'm gonna do it. Like surprise me, get creative, don't buy me no more. still buy me a drink, but like do it creatively. You know, it's so funny because I'm such a fan of create like different, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like where you or no intentionality. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm such a fan of people who it's all about the small things like Mm -hmm. we could take this away from dating because obviously, like I said, I've been single. So when I think about my kids and stuff I try to do for them, I know that. Janae is very into this. I know that this means this to Kayliana. I know that, you know, this about Devon. And so like when I do stuff for them or even when I talk to them or if I maybe send them an encouraging text or something like that, it's personalized because I want you to know that you are important to me and you are worth the effort. And when I talk to a lot of my, because I love to, not be nosy, but kind of, I love like when people get together, I like mm-hmm. to hear the story of how they got together because it's always unique. It's always interesting. The people that I happen to ask this to. And what I know about men is that if a man is about you, he's about you now. Okay. I get it. There's some, sometimes insecurity. There's sometimes this, But I think that what I want, which is that same thing, I want to know that you are really for me. And I think it's because then I can rest assured because when I love, I love hard, but I don't want to wait my love if you're not sure about me or if I'm not sure you're sure about me. So I think that what we need is out there, though. I'm certain of that. I'm certain of that. I'm more than positive that it's out there. Um, I don't know where or how it's going to come, but I am hopeful and I am faithful Um, just because I do feel like I personally feel like there is a match for everyone in the world. Um, I mean, you can't tell me that all the the only people I can count on is my family. You can't sit here and tell me that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, there is somebody that's out there that won't love, that want to be in a relationship, that was mm. going to do everything right. Love will make it do right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm excited, actually, um, to just see and get some free meals, you know? Like, <laughs> um, I don't know. I like I like casually dating. It, it's, it's fun. It helps me understand um, people a little bit more mm-hmm. and like the like how fast their response or what their response is and i'm just like mm, bullshit mm-hmm. we'll never we'll never talk again <laughs> <laughs> like and after like after first meet i'm that type of person i'll be like yeah so it was cool but this won't work just because i know like mm-hmm. you you i'm not even saying you a bad person yeah i'm just saying it's not gonna work for me Exactly. And that's the thing it's all about. I mean, I do think there 
some stuff I can compromise. Like I said, there's the things that it's like, okay, maybe it's not that deep, but the non-negotiables are, it's just that, like, I know what I need, even from friendships. Like I know that even from a friend, I don't want to feel like I'm bothering you. I don't want to feel like it's too much for you to respond to my text or respond mm-hmm. to my phone call. And if it is, that's fine. But then it just means I need to reprioritize where I have you in my life because I'm the kind of person that there's levels to relationships. So there's there's the people that are my circle. There's the people that, okay, I know I could trust you with this and that, but maybe I don't necessarily talk to you about that. Then there's the mm-hmm. people that it's like, I know a lot of people just because of the work that I've done and the churches that I've gone to. So I just, I know a lot of people. So that, but it's kind of like, where are you at in my heart is really what it is. And I'm at this place right now where I'm, I kind of pushed everybody out because I'm like, okay, what, where does everybody need to be? And little by little, I'm like, okay, oh yeah, I need to bring you in. Cause sometimes I can't, I can't have a whole bunch of people in my inner circle, inner circle, And if I'm waste, I don't want to say wasting, but if I'm pouring into people that, like I said earlier, it's not mutually beneficial, you can't be in my inner circle. Like you, you can't because that's not how it's supposed to go. Inner circle is important too. Um, I don't know where I heard this from. Um, I've had a lot of jobs and I talked to a lot of people y'all. So excuse me, (laughs) but um, she told me that you can't have the same group of friends inside your inner circle. So they all can't be like doctors or all moms or, you know, all army vets or, you know, whatever the scenario is, you have to have a diverse diverse circle of friends because that's how you're going to grow. And that's how they're growing too. So that that was a great point that you brought there. Mm -hmm. And the thing about me too, is that what I've learned over the years is that, For me, I don't know if this is everybody, but I don't have like a day one that you have been my friend forever and you've always been there. Now, I have right now one of my one person in my inner circle is somebody that I've known from junior high, but she Mm -hmm. hasn't always been in my inner circle. Like she was definitely in my inner circle junior high and high school, but then when we graduated, life kind of drew us apart. We were never beefing. It's just, we were in different places and I was more into my relationship and this, that, and the other. And then now we talk like now she's back in my inner circle because that's who I need to be in my inner circle. But my inner circle has never just been the same person or people. It's always, these are the people for where I'm at in life right now. This is what I need. And then when you leave my inner circle, for me, it's usually not because we're beefing or we fell out on some bull. It's usually just I have different needs because of whatever's going on in life. And now it's time to rotate this other person or people in. That is what we have in common. I've never did like the click. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, you know, 
Sorry to all the cheerleaders and basketball players. But, you know, like in high school, basketball players hung out with the basketball players or athletes. Or the cheerleaders and the dancers always hung out. Like, I've never been that person. I've been, um, so back home in Portland, we used to call it homie hop. So Mm -hmm. I used to homie hop to different groups. Mm -hmm. Not because, like, I don't want... Like, I don't want my own group of friends, but I fit better by joining different circles. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, like you said, rotating your friends. Mm-hmm. There's no beef. We're not, like... Yeah. You understand how I operate, and it's just, like... If I'm mad, one thing people are going to know, yeah. you're going to know that I'm mad at you. Yeah. And if you find it offensive that I stopped talking to you because it was a seasonal thing for right now, mm. that's on you. It's no hard feelings. Seasonal. So great. Yeah, seasonal. It's crazy because, and I don't even get off into Medea movies all like that, but I'll mm. never forget when she said we mess up because we have lifetime expectations for seasonal people. Like mm. that. That has, I don't even remember what movie she said. Cause like I said, I don't, I don't even watch them like that. But that's something that has stuck with me for years because it's so true. Because I got to check myself when I realize I've had unrealistic expectations for someone or some unspoken expectations that are unrealistic. There's that piece too, where it's like I didn't communicate what I actually needed. So I'm mad, but really that's on me. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Um, I don't know. Um, at the stage where I'm at, I'm just accepting everybody for open arms. I'm not saying that I'm about to be with the shits, but I've been through like two years of therapy just to get this calm and everything. So like, yeah, I'm out here. Mm-hmm. I'm opening everybody with all arms, but it's also more like I'm a hawk now mm. because I know my value. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Yep. Man, I feel like this is a great, I mean, <laughs> a great place to kind of, I'm going to have to have you back on because this actually. Come on, we can do this. Yeah, this went, I mean, I knew it was going to be good because we have such great rapport, but mm-hmm. this was actually even better than. I expected it to be because we talked about stuff that I didn't even know I needed to talk about, but apparently I did because here we are. Um, so you know, go ahead. I was going to say, um, thank you for that compliment. You are like the third person that has said that to me. There's like, you know, this was a very therapeutic conversation. I'm like, I'm like, that is the best compliment that I've ever heard from somebody mm-hmm. like, yeah, it really and see it's funny because I pick my guests. I'm very intentional. As you could tell by I was mm-hmm. like, okay. First I was like, hey, you want to be on the show? He was like, yep. And I'm like, all right, I'll be back, basically. Because I had to think about like what do I like? I know I wanted to talk to you, but I'm like, I want I gotta know exactly at least a starting point for what I want to talk about. And I'm very intentional about that because (sighs) the beautiful thing about when I have guests on is when I listen to the guest episodes, Mm -hmm. I get stuff like when it's just me, I listen to my episodes the day before it drops, just so I remember what I talked about because people talk to me about it. But when I have guest episodes, I love it because 
the gems y'all drop because I'm very intentional about who I put on here based on what I know about them mm-hmm. or the relationship we have. And I know it's going to benefit me. It benefits the listeners too, but it ain't even really about the listeners. It's about what am I going to get from this? And so, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely glad we were, because, you know, he's super busy, y'all. He's really doing the most right now. And You know, booked and busy out here. I'm just, he's out here. You you know, this is a full-time thing for me. So I just want to make sure that like, if somebody is taking the time out to reach out to me to be on their show, that I am giving them, giving them, excuse me, the correct professionalism as I would a white person. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I thank you for reaching out to me and setting time out of your schedule to just talk to me about my life and having this healthy conversation and yeah, letting me be heard on your platform. Oh yeah. This was definitely life giving and I'm sure whoever's listening Y'all appreciate it too. So before we get out of here, let me do a couple of things. Again, the weekly podcast shout out this week is Sweatpants and Stretch Marks. It's a newer, a newer, excuse me, podcast, but I, I love their show. It's a group of, I think it's five women and it's like listening to girls night. They talk about love, friendship, parenting, all kinds of stuff. Um, it's newer, so I'm loving what I've heard so far, and you should definitely check them out. And the link to their show will be in the episode notes. Um, get y'all some merch, like, and it's so funny I say this, like, get y'all some merch, but get y'all some merch, like, yes, my podcast logo is on some stuff, so yes, go ahead and rock Tamra till the break of dawn. But there's stuff that's really for y'all to be able as podcasters, as content creators to promote your stuff and make, Mm -hmm. oh, I create dope content. Oh, what do you do? Bam. You can talk about your show. Super dope podcaster. Oh, you you do podcasts? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of stuff. So go check it out. And then as you could tell by this episode and every other show, please take care of your mental health, your emotional health. Go see a therapist if you need to, journal, meditate, take a nap, whatever, spiritual health, whatever that looks like for you, make sure you are spiritually healthy. Um, As always, my relationship with God is important to me, so that's how I keep myself spiritually healthy. And make sure you take care of your physical health, like work out, eat right, go to sleep, get some sleep at night uh shower you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like all okay, that good I, stuff you know yeah. wash your face with cold water my daughter just told me that it's important to wash your face with cold water instead of hot water or something like that so i've been kind of yep yep the hot water does something to your skin and shit yeah that's what she just told me so shout out to kayliana she be researching all this stuff and dropping all the knowledge on me and her sister. But yeah, that's all we got for y'all. Thank y'all so much for rocking with us this week. And I hope to see y'all next week. Ladies and gents, this concludes transmission. Tune in next time for a whole new edition. Another adventure and mission to share, be heard, and clarify the vision of this whole new world for... Damn.